your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to part two of this crossover series between the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Chicago Blackhawks podcast with myself, Armando Velez of Locked On Panthers and Jack Bushman of Locked On Blackhawks. In part two of this episode, it's going to be released a, a day earlier because at the time of that recording, not as much NHL news have dropped. So for the purposes of things and news being outdated, going to drop this a little earlier than I normally would. So we'll talk more about the stoppages between the entire NHL on Thursday's episode of Locked On Panthers. So here's my continued conversation with the host of Locked On Blackhawks, Jack Bushman. And I also wanted to definitely ask you about how the Panthers have been affected by their coaching change as well with Andrew Burnett coming in. Uh, Joel Quenville, obviously, a little bit of controversy over his, his final games with the Panthers. We don't need to go too much into that, but how do you think the Panthers have responded to this coaching change with Andrew Burnett? And um, what kind of changes have you seen with him now behind the bench? What I've seen is um, that he's he's been more bold to uh, make certain uh, line changes, putting uh, Barkov and Huberto back when they were both uh, healthy, something that Coach Q did not want to do because he felt that the that that when it comes to scoring that separating them would be better. And he did that early on in his uh, tenure. And um, Andrew Burnett went back to that a little bit and then went, and then went back to separating them too. So he's been, he's been mixing and matching um, more often on, on in that front based on the two superstars on the forward line. The power play has just not been um, what it what it where it where it's needed to be even when Barkov was healthy at the beginning uh parts of the of the season so that has been a little bit of a concern Andrew Burnett's main focus um was the power play when when he was just an assistant coach so there's a question of who who is actually running running the power play when it comes to this is he playing multiple roles um but the expectations never changed when coach Q went out and the Florida Panthers made the right choice right now in the interim to put someone who's was already familiar with the system, someone who'd been there for a few years now. Um, and just to keep the message alive. And of course, when at the time when coach Q had to resign from his position, the Florida Panthers were seven Oh and O and what a great hand for Andrew Burnett to be handed that he gets this great of a team in front of him. Um, it's just a matter of just going out there and, and just doing what you can with this group. And, you know, they've had, they've had a few uh, lulls in the, in the, in the season. It, it hasn't been, it hasn't been the best, especially on the road. Um, like I, I literally like 500 uh, on, 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 on the, on the season. They've been, incredible at home they've had multiple three goal comebacks twice in one week once against washington the other one against buffalo um is that a sustainable model no not necessarily um but definitely this is a team that when they're behind it's never over and hopefully it's not at the 
three goal variety when it comes to those comebacks. But if it's like a two, one game or even a three, two game late, no matter who's the coach, um, Florida Panther fans and just people who are surrounded around this team are very confident that this is a team that can really keep up with anyone in, in the, in the NHL, because this team is still uh, top five in uh, scoring goals per game. Um, They're, goals for it's their third in the league at, at 3.55 goals against their meh um their 19th um but it, it's just a it's just a matter of can can you get the defense right and better because it, it has been better but can can you get it to an elite level where and and of course good goalie play mostly the issues have been the backup goalie uh spencer knight um had the season not paused for the panthers Jonas Johansson would have had the start against the Minnesota Wild on Saturday. And who knows what it would have been a Bobrovsky, uh, whether he would have started uh, on what was supposed to be tonight's game against Chicago. So n- we don't, we don't know. We don't know what is up with the goaltending uh, situation, but this pause gives a little bit of time for Spencer to think, because even though he's in the a- AHL, they're hot, they're on their holiday break and they don't come back until new year's Eve. So it's a little bit of a time for him to rest. Um, Bobrovsky whatever's going whatever injuries going on with him or or a little bump he's not on IR or so he he can definitely uh, play games it's just um just a little bit banged up right now so it gives him a little bit of an opportunity to uh get healthy as well and and of course the captain that's the most important thing the captain who who has been who has missed the majority of of these games so um it, it's been a it's been a little bit of a struggle with as far as the injury bug but there have been times where despite the injuries they've been finding a way ways to win it's just a matter of when they are at full strength again because they have a toronto and a tampa bay team who have been surging as of late who have now taken over as far as points in the division but it's going to be a it's going to be an it's going to be a battle until the probably the last week of the season still and during this return to play, if if they do in fact return, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be coming to town on December thirtieth, right before the new year, Ooh. if they're if they're able to play those games. So they're they're right now one one zero oh, and one against them, but you have you have an opportunity to definitely um, excuse me one one and zero oh, because they their other loss was in, their loss was in overtime, but so far so far you you you've been able to definitely um challenged them both times um and the first one was a spencer night start very early in the season um so definitely have a have an opportunity to put put a little bit of a of a get one step closer in the division as well and just um find a way to continue your the home dominance and getting things right on the road yeah that's going the division is crazy those top three teams, the Panthers, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, all three of those teams, I think, are, are probably arguably the three best in the Eastern Conference. Um, one thing I definitely want to talk about, you, you mentioned a moment ago, uh, one of the final questions I had for you, the Panthers offensively remain one of the best in the league, right? They, I think they almost have uh, five guys in double figures already, which is pretty crazy. Um but the defense, as you said, 19th in the NHL, allowing nearly three goals a game. They're also 16th on the penalty kill. So kind of middle of the pack defensively so far. Um, 
what are your kind of concerns in that area? Are you confident they'll be able to tighten things up a little bit? Or uh, is there a little bit of a weakness with this team defensively? Because we know there's not one on offense. It's just about mixing and matching about who to put out there. Uh, Jonathan Huberto, who hasn't been really killing penalties during his time with the Panthers, has been uh, put it, has been put out there for really the the first time. Gus Forsling is another uh, player that has been uh, missing as well in the in the penalty kill as well. And Gus Forsling, former Blackhawk, uh, Gus Forsling, uh, he his his two way game is just uh, a thing of beauty that. Um, this uh, Panthers coaching staff has really found when they claimed him off waivers from Carolina. So definitely, definitely a, a guy that is definitely been missing. Um, he, he, he's right now before the shutdown, it was, uh, he was day to day with a, with a non COVID flu. So he, he was missing a little bit. Ryan Lomberg, um, a, a player who just signed an, an, a team, very team friendly extended. He's been giving an opportunity as well to, to be on the top power play unit, along with a rookie, Anton Lindell. Um, short t- shorthanded time on ice, he's leading at all NHL rookies in shorthanded time on ice for forwards. So that is a tough ask for someone who is who is playing in the NHL for the first time. So that's another thing. And it, it was great at first when you had Lindell and Barkov, who are actually roommates uh, up in uh, Boca Raton, uh, two <laughs> Finns, uh, help, one helping the other uh went coming to the United States for the first time and playing in the NHL. So of course, when you, when you have both of them on the ice and of of course the two penalty killers of defensemen in Uyghur and Ekblad all together, it's going to be improved. It's about just getting uh, the the team at at full strength. And of course the goaltending once they get shots and especially when Spencer Knight is in uh, the net as well. So that that's just what it comes down to for, for this, um, this uh, unit for, for the Panthers. And, I'm I'm very confident that they'll get it together because because uh, I don't know how you could go from the start that they had all the way to just they they I think I would think that they would have to forget how to play hockey at this point in order to have that much of a of a downfall from from what they started as I know there was a coaching change I know I I'm very aware of that but to to the but to have that kind of 180 kind of um happen I, I i just don't see it with this florida panthers team and it's just a matter of getting getting healthy and getting things right for um this team battle line has you covered all season more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs battle line remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season head to our new destination updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, you mentioned former Blackhawk Gustav Forsling. Uh, another former Blackhawk I wanted to ask about is Anthony Duclair, who's been doing some solid work. He's got 17 points in 21 games this season. Uh, how has Duclair been looking? And really, I mean, I'm happy to see him finally have a team believe in him because I always thought he was someone who had some good offensive potential when he was here for a brief stint in Chicago. What kind of role has he been playing for this Panthers team and how crucial has he been to their offensive output? 
when he has been healthy because um he there was a time where he was right before the shutdown is that he was uh, out for over a week but he was never placed on uh injured reserve for for the for the cats but he's been able to like finish a lot of his breakaways as well and along with uh testing the one timer from the right face off circle as well he's been testing that more often I'm sure a lot of his other goals uh, came from empty netters really early on in the season, but still goals are goals. You're able to, uh, to uh, get separation late in the game and able to score when, whenever need be. So um, definitely uh, speed has been a factor, even when he hasn't scored because um, speed kills in this game, just like baseball um, with stealing bases, speed is speed kills when it comes to odd man rushes. And even when he's not scoring, creating an opportunity for others as well. And people getting back because he he's a fast dude. He, he, he really is. He really is. So that that's been definitely a, a change for this Florida Panthers team ever since he arrived. Um and he believed in himself. He negotiated his own contract in order to uh, to create a bigger uh, b- bigger extension because he originally signed a one year deal um, when he first signed with the Panthers last year, and then he negotiated his own contract. Now he's um, here for three more years, including this year at a, at a three point million cap hit, which is very uh, team friendly as well for for the Panthers. So they're getting out they a lot of their I really like a lot of their contract structures. Not 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 long no no long-term stuff unless your name is Barkov Huberto or Ekblad and and I guess Bobrovsky, but that was an old uh GM regime uh with uh former Blackhawks uh front office uh guy Dale uh Dale Talon. So that was a that was a uh that was uh those are if 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 it are if it isn't those names you're you're likely not getting anything more than four years and they could all they can always find a way to reset um based on certain contracts so what bill zito is doing with the the contract structures is a very beneficial thing for this team yeah he's been one of the better gms in the national hockey league since he's taken over really done a good job of putting this florida panthers team in a position to be one of the best teams out east uh armando one thing I also wanted to ask you about, one guy who's kind of settled into becoming a regular for this Blackhawks team on defense is former Panther Riley Stillman. Still a mm-hmm. youngster. He's only 23 years old. He'll be 24 in March. Um, that trade between these two teams, it was an interesting one. The Blackhawks get Henrik Borgstrom, Riley Stillman, and Brett Connolly, while the Panthers got Lucas Carlson and Lucas Walmark. Is Walmark still around on the team? I don't think he is, right? Nope, he is not. But yes. Lucas Carlson did his, get his uh, first um um, goal for the Panthers in that comeback against uh, the Buffalo Sabres. So, so that that's one that's one good thing. But yeah, uh, talk to me about uh, talk to me about Riley Stillman. Yeah, he's just kind of found his way. He suffered an injury recently, but when he's been healthy, he's been a staple in this lineup for the Blackhawks. Had some nice physical play. Uh, he sprinkled in a little bit of offense now and then. He had a great primary assist on Friday night to Jonathan Taze. Uh, but when he was with the Florida Panthers, I know he didn't have much of an opportunity, but um, did you ever see flashes of him becoming a full-time NHLer? Like, did, were you regretting the move by, of trading Riley Stillman at all? Or Not that he's a spectacular player, but he's someone that I think with time uh, could become a future staple for this Blackhawks defense if things go well. So I'm just curious on what your thoughts were of Stillman when he was a young player in Florida. Yeah, um, I feel like there was a little bit of a logjam when it comes to def- defense a little bit, but um, total total games, um, 2019 only he plays one. Um, 2020, that was the... That was the first year of Joe Quenville, um, and of course they had um, they had a lot of uh, defensemen when where 
it, Riley Stillman wasn't the only defenseman on the Florida Panthers who Joe Quenville at the time was trying to like figure out whether he was a long-term answer. There was also Mike Matheson at the time where they were able to get a great trade with Pittsburgh for uh, Patrick Hornquist. So uh, Stillman wasn't the only guy. It was just about figuring out who was going to be a right fit or not. And it, it created room to bring someone like um, Brandon Montour into the mix, uh, Radko Gudis into the mix, even though Gudis was uh, signed in the previous offseason. He already uh, had a little bit of time with that. And of course, um, with at the time, the Panthers were not going to bench uh, Keith Yandel or scratch him because he, that Ironman streak. So there, there was there there wasn't many opportunities for um, Riley Stillman to play, playing 34 games um, last um, in 2020 and eight only in uh, 2021 before getting traded to Chicago. But definitely, uh, definitely thankful that he gets to have an opportunity where in Florida it it, it just wasn't there, and the the time to put him on on the ice was wasn't as as where. Chicago, you have more of an opportunity. And, and that, I think that comes the difference between a team that's like ready to go all the way for going for it versus a team that's maybe rebuilding or not rebuilding and then going for it. So kind of, kind of, uh, that's kind of like the situation that I see for Riley Stillman. And I think that um, the, it's beneficial for, for him. Uh, one more question before we get out of here quickly that Brett Connolly hit um, on on uh, that hit against the stars player. I forget his name, Tanner. Um, Arrow. Uh, what did you think of that hit um, and at the time when it, when it, when it was called and did, did you think that he was going to be suspended four games? I had a feeling because it, it was a really bad hit. Former Blackhawk Tanner Carroll, by the way, as well. He was with the Blackhawks organization a few years back. Um, but yeah, just, just a real unfortunate and scary play. Right. Um, Radulov throws the puck off the glass and out of the defensive zone. And literally right as Caro turns forward, Brett Connolly catches him up high. And it looked like he went unconscious the second uh, Connolly made contact with him. So a, a real scary situation. And I, I felt for Brett Connolly, though. I know he's not a dirty player. And he, he was really upset immediately on the ice with that hit. Um, he, he was a little bit distraught. He even went to go apologize to Tanner Caro. So I, I just think it's not in Brent Connolly's, you know, repertoire to make that kind of hit. And I think he'd probably even admit himself that it was a bad hit. Um, but as far as the suspension, no, I can't really say I'm surprised. I'm a little bit upset that Jacob Truba keeps getting away with these type of hits. And when he hit Jujar Kara like that, he didn't even get a penalty on the play. So that's a little bit upsetting, but I'm not going to sit here and say that Connolly didn't deserve that four game suspension. I mean, it was a bad hit all around. Um, and it's just unfortunate that happened to him right when he gets back up to the NHL. Since the Panthers traded him to Chicago, he really hasn't had much of an NHL opportunity. And he found himself down in the A for the first time in, in 10 years. So I'm sure that was really frustrating for him. And when the Blackhawks called him up recently in the week, he spoke with the media about how grateful he was to have this opportunity again and how he was really going to try and make the most of it and um, hopefully remain back up at the NHL level for the foreseeable future. And then something like this happens. So uh, it's a tough situation for Connolly. I feel for him, but I'm not going to say he, he doesn't deserve the hand that he's been dealt here because at the end of the day, it was a bad hit. It was a hit he never should have attempted. Carroll had no chance of making a play on the puck. So there's no really defending Brett Connolly in any circumstance here. And uh, just tough that it came at this time for him because I know he was really looking forward to getting another crack at the NHL. Yeah, and 
seeing how far the puck was away from the play, not not that it was it wasn't a hockey play uh, what's, whatsoever. That's the unfortunate thing about all, all of that is his momentum was still going, and I don't know if he was even aware of where the puck was, which which is the tough part. And of course, when you extend the hands and and, and you have an injury like that as as well, that's of course. Of course, if Carroll were to come back up, no suspension. But of course, um, it 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 just depends on the fall, and it just depends on how how far away was the puck from making a what you call hockey play um, there. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for thirty bucks a month per line, and a free five G phone when you switch, so you can get all. The latest episodes all on one of america's largest 5g networks more power to save boost mobile free phone limited to new customers and one per line additional restrictions apply offers slash coverage not available everywhere or for all phones slash networks see boostmobile.com for details as as we wrap things up uh the Chicago Blackhawks, like you said, have one more game against uh, the Dallas Stars before we take a few days off of Christmas. You and I, we talked a little bit about um, getting a lot more stuff done about uh, recording schedules as well, uh, for sure. Uh, it's freed things up for us, but a um, little bit of Christmas stuff. But what's what's going on in the B- um, Bushman household uh, this Christmas? Yeah, I'll be over uh, with some family over in a, in a nearby suburb, some Chicago people may know Palatine, um, getting the family together, usually a tradition uh, that we do at my grandma's. Unfortunately, the time has come where that house had to be sold after being in my family for like 50 years. So it's a little bit of a different uh, different setting this year over at my aunt's, but it's going to be the, all the same family members. And I'm super uh, excited to see everyone and, and looking forward to having a nice meal and enjoying the holidays all together. What about you? What you got planned? Um, um, I got, I, I got invited to a bowl game actually in, in, in Tampa oh. over, uh, the Gasparilla bowl between the Florida Gators and the UCF Knights. My brother's a UCF alum and he, uh, asked me to, uh, go with him. So I have no rooting interest in that one, but Hey, a, a football game is a football game and I'll be, I'll be enjoying that one. Um, and, uh, I'll be, uh, working at night on Christmas Eve, making time and a half at the day job. Uh, and then uh, literally like going to my parents' house, uh, staying the next two nights uh, with, with them. Uh, and then I'll be going on vacation um, for a few few days. A programming note for people of Locked On Panthers. Um, no, probably no shows in the beginning of uh, next week as uh, as we'll probably return around Wednesday. Hopefully the, the Florida Panthers will be playing and we could recap uh, Wednesday night's game against the New York Rangers as I will be heading uh, – heading out of, out of town and bringing my recording stuff with us, but no guarantees of recording uh, on site where I am. So def- definitely get getting, getting away for a little bit as uh, this is the, this has been usually when I used to work in golf television, uh, this would be the least busiest time of year um, for, for me because the PGA tour season ends and uh, it's been more at ease, but now that I'm not in that industry anymore and being in hockey in the middle of the season, it's been, it's ramped, it's holiday season has been busier for me. Right. So definitely, uh, definitely uh, been uh, a little, a little different uh, for, for me as far as my first winter covering a full-time uh, sport. Um, definitely. And hopefully we have games uh, next week talking about, talking about uh, both of 
our, our teams. And hopefully we have a, some, something soon about when um, this game will be scheduled. And let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit uh, about, uh, I, I mentioned golf a little bit. Um, let, let's mention a little bit about, did you happen to watch the PNC championship this weekend with Tiger and Charlie? So I, I didn't catch any of it live, but I saw a bunch of highlights through Facebook and Twitter and everything. So I feel like I caught most of the moments. Um, but man, Charlie Woods, what a f- cool as a cucumber at 12 years old. I mean, sticking some of the best shots of the day. I was like, this kid is going to be a weapon. Like everyone's laughing now, but give it eight years. And this league is in deep trouble because that kid, his ability at 12 years old to play in front of thousands of fans and dial it in is I have no words for it. I can't do that by myself in my entire life. Like it's uh, unbelievable what I was seeing, man. Were you watching it live? I was keeping the updates on, on my phone because I was just so uh, anxious with the Dolphins Jets game uh, that happened on Sunday, but I was checking like every single, every single tweet related to, uh, to the Charlie and Tiger. And of course the whole rivalry, quote unquote rivalry between the Woods family and the, and the Thomas family as well the the bickering but 12 out of 11 of the last 12 holes that they birdied in that's pretty cool and after that car crash that happened in uh february for tiger woods the the fear of his leg possibly being amputated and the fact that he's able to even swing again it's nuts because tiger woods did say that he was probably never gonna play on a consistent level of golf ever again but even before that crash he was barely playing so so I, I don't see outside of the four majors, I don't know when we'll see Tiger again. And I, I think of that I think of my last moments working for NBC is that hug between Tiger and Charlie when he won the twenty nineteen Masters and then flashing it back to nineteen ninety seven when he the the iconic hug of Earl Woods as well. It it was just a full circle moment, the crash, and of course the situation that happened in 2009 2010 with the fire hydrant as well and then everything coming out and then it's crazy it it sounds it sounds the story of tiger woods it sounds very too good to be true but it's it's all true based on the ups and downs on and off the course yeah it's stuff you really can't make up and it it was really cool to watch him have that moment with his son out there and you could tell how happy he was not only to be playing the game but to watch his son be thriving in a scene like that, it was really cool and really special. And um, I have a feeling we're just seeing the first of Charlie Woods and hopefully the first of Tiger in, in his comeback tour. Hopefully we'll be seeing a little bit of him uh, once golf picks back up in January here, Armando. Yeah, and I believe the first events are in Hawaii uh, to start in uh, in, in January. So we'll, we'll, we'll see a lot of uh, primetime golf uh, starting up uh, next month. And um, for... And I'm just, I just want to see PJ tour win number 83, because even if he doesn't win another major, I want to see at least the, the Sam Snead um, record be broken. And as someone who was in that industry and I'm, and I, I, I don't mention this enough on the podcast, but I'm, but thanks to working in golf television is the reason why I'm here and, and thank, thankful and I'm thankful for that. And definitely, uh, definitely want to see that record uh, broken. I got to see uh, I got to see major number 15 um, as an, as an employee and got in the golf industry, but even though I'm not in it anymore, I, I hope to see PGA, PGA tour win number 83 for, for tiger. So I'm, 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 I'm very hopeful that I will. Yeah. Hopefully sometime soon. Hopefully it won't take too long. 
All right, man. Well, we went a little long on this. Probably going to make this a two-parter uh, of the of this uh, of this uh, conversation. So, um, of course, we, we're pouring in content uh, here for Locked On Panthers and Locked On Blackhawks. But for my listeners, um, tell them where they can find you on the internet and where they can follow you. Yeah, you can check out the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast wherever they get their podcasts, whether it's through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey. It'll be there. And if you want to check me out on Twitter, you can find the account at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks. As for myself, you can follow me at Jack Bushman, too, for basically any sort of sports news that you could find there. I'll be retweeting a bunch of wacky stuff. Uh, And for my listeners, Armando, where can they find you at? Follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account at LO underscore f l a panthers they could see all of my tweets related to um, mostly florida panthers and miami dolphins stuff um during this time of year as um as the the new year is starting which means uh which means one step closer to nhl playoffs and for the football side of things it's 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 um it's crunch time for 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 the for the dolphins they they went out Chances are they'll be in, but if they win out, uh, 88% chance if, uh, to make the playoffs if they win out. But you drop one, you're done. But So you'll see my reactions to all of that um, it, following me on Twitter, definitely. So when this uh, when this uh, game gets rescheduled, I know, I know for sure you and I will be definitely be uh, back together talking about an actual game. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm glad to be chatting with you, my dude. Definitely. Hopefully sometime soon. Hopefully it won't be postponed uh, too late in the season. Hopefully sometime soon. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Thank you, Armando. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Bets, your one-stop shop for all things gambling. Lockdown Bets, hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to Lockdown Bets on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez with Jack Bushman. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.